What would it be like for your students to sit and focus on their writing, to engage in the topic and write their best using all of the strategies and tips that you have taught them? It sounds like a teacher's dream. Now, I am not here to sell you that dream, but I do want to share a couple of strategies so that we can tap into gradually increasing the length of time that students are writing, and that's what we get to control. And then I want to go a little bit deeper and tap into the ways that we can pull out that depth and that complexity in student writing, basically what they're giving us whenever we assign that writing task or that writing opportunity. We want to go deeper than just the surface level. And so that is what we're going to tap into as well. This is part three of a three-part series on writing stamina. And specifically, I'm going to cover eight strategies that will help you move the needle, or rather, the minute hand of the clock, and get your students to the place they need to be. If you are looking for ways to naturally increase sustained writing time and the complexity of student writing, I will meet you inside. Welcome to the Literacy Dive Podcast, a podcast for educators who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing instruction. I'm your host, Megan, a true lover of all things literacy. Join me each week as we dive into teaching tips, engaging ideas, and actionable step-by-step strategies and examples to help you close the gap and lead confidently with best practices. I'm all about keeping things simple and digestible so that you can implement what you learn here as soon as tomorrow. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Literacy Dive podcast. If you have been around the last couple of weeks, you know that we have been in the world of writing stamina learning what it is, covering the components that are necessary for it to occur, and exploring some of those challenges that students face along with ways that we can help them. And all of that was shared in part one, episode 159. In part two, episode 160, last week, I gave tips and ideas for building stamina through practice showing four ways that this could look in your classroom, and I went into your role and responsibility in enhancing writing endurance for your students. So if you missed episodes 159 and 160, I would highly recommend that you listen to those because it truly sets the stage for where we have landed now, here today, And that is on physically increasing the time that we are spending on writing and the type of writing that students are actually producing. I mentioned that I have eight strategies for gradually increasing writing time and complexity that I will cover today. They are practical, doable, and will hopefully show you that with consistency and an open mind, your students will be actively focused on writing for longer amounts of time as a result. These strategies are aimed at building writing stamina and endurance in a structured, supportive, and engaging manner. So here we go. The first strategy is to use an incremental increase in writing time. This means that you will start with short writing sessions and gradually increase the duration or length of the time. For instance, 
You may find it appropriate to begin with five-minute sessions and slowly extend that time to seven, 10, 15, and 20 minutes over several weeks or even several months, depending on your group. If you are teaching fourth grade, let's just say fourth grade, I would suggest starting with five minutes. Most likely, your students will be like, what? Time's up already? No, that was so fast. No way. No. And that is a great way to kind of begin the door to stamina because you know that they can do it, right? You know they can do it. So this is going to be an easy way to segue into giving them a challenge. With this, you can propose the challenge of adding two to three minutes to the next time they write and let them kind of like, you know, engage with you and and agree or, or disagree. But once you get to 10 minutes, then I would not move as quickly as the single digit minutes. So like if you're going to start at five minutes and be like, oh, tomorrow we're going to do six minutes. The next day we're going to do seven minutes. Do you think you can do eight minutes the next day? Great. Once you get to 10, I would not move as quickly to jump up to the next minute or two minutes or five minutes as you did in the single digits. Remember, you are exercising and strengthening a muscle of theirs that potentially has not been ever exercised before, and this process does not need to be rushed. We trust the process in the low amount of reps, giving us gains in the end. This is not a fast turnaround type of internal routine that we are helping kids to build. We want this to honestly be lifelong and life-changing. So that is going to be the first tip for you is to do that incremental increase in that writing time. Now, let's say that you increase the time and you're like, oh my gosh, that was way too much. Well, great. Be reflective. That is a great assessment of trying something and realizing that they weren't ready for it. So the next time you write, you're just going to decrease back down and you can bump up whenever you are ready. The second strategy for placing a focus on increased time is goal setting. You are going to want to set clear, achievable goals for each writing session. And these goals can be based on time. They can be based on word count. They can be based on completion of specific tasks. The type of writing tasks students are working on will determine which goal is appropriate. Should I set a time goal? Should I set the amount of words to write goal? Or should I set how many or what sections to complete? Each of those three markers of goal setting will result in a different amount of time, some shorter, some longer, but that range and mix of criteria will be like doing the interval setting on an elliptical machine at the gym. When you enter your goal into that machine, maybe it's weight loss or maybe it is another different programmer setting, it is going to then curate the best combination of the different types of levels to curate this plan for you. And it's going to ultimately get you to your goal if you keep it up consistently for however long that takes you to reach that goal. So what that could look like is going from level two, and then after a couple of minutes, you're on level six. And then after that hard strenuous, you're down to level three. But then you go up to level 10 and it's like, woo. And then you might come down to level one to give yourself like a a breather. But then you go to level five and then to level two and then to level seven and so forth. And then you're done. 
You get the idea. So the different goals that you set can help your students build their endurance as they strive to reach the five-minute mark, the 20 words, the four sentences, or write the introduction to this essay, work on the conclusion only to this paper. And so those are going to obviously have different time goals at the end of the day, but if you're spiraling it, it's going to serve them very well and produce a really good outcome. The next strategy incorporates the use of timers. Utilizing timers can help students understand and manage their writing time better, making them more conscious and aware of the writing process. They understand that their goal is to stay focused and engaged, and they do not need to ask when the time is up, the timer is going to alert them. If they are thinking about the time, then guess what? They are not thinking about their topic, and I let them know that. So I encourage them to write and the sound signal will alert them when the time is up. Using a timer has another benefit too. It is a great support when thinking about timed state test. The time will help with pacing and students can look at a clock and pace themselves after learning about how much time and aspect the writing process should take them. And so that is going to be a strategy that will help them in the future to know that they're on track and can finish and complete that task within the allotted time. One more quick tip about using timers is that if you have a classroom that typically it's hard to get them to stop, then instead of setting that timer right when it's time to end, you'll want to set the timer maybe with a two-minute buffer. And you tell them that. So when they hear that timer, that means that it's time to start finding a stopping point And within the next two to three minutes, they should be wrapping up and then having a nice closure and then can move on to the next part of your day. You definitely don't want to cause chaos and stress if they panic when the timer goes off and they're in mid-sentence. No, 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 no. Let them find a stopping point and just utilize your timer in that fashion. So do what's best for your students. Number four. When thinking about complexity, this is where the variety of writing prompts come into play, and this is where they have their time to shine. You can use a range of prompts, like a standard paragraph prompt, you can use picture prompts, you can use word prompts, or you can spiral amongst the narrative, procedural, informational, opinion writing, any other type of writing, all to cater to different interests and to stimulate creative thinking. This variety is intentional. This is what's going to keep your students engaged and eager to write more. It's going to be what's going to cause them to come in the door and look forward to what is going to pop up next. Using the same structure or format repeatedly, even if done daily, is going to quickly bore some of your students, if not all of them, and you're going to end up doing the opposite, which is going to hinder their growth and their stamina because they're going to start disengaging. So you just want to make sure that you can always keep it fresh and you can keep it spontaneous because that is what's going to keep their feelings always on a 10 and you're never going to have to worry about them being ready to engage with your next activity. 
I am quickly interrupting this episode to share about the new and oh-so-improved all-access membership site for The Daily Writing Disguise. This is going to be your go-to resource library for all things writing prompts, increasing writing stamina, and for sparking writing interest and engagement. All-access means just that. When joining, you will get immediate access to every single writing activity that has ever been created in this program, along with all future activities that are constantly in the works. I am keeping it simple for you, giving you everything that you need to provide meaningful writing experiences for your students. And each activity, you're going to love this, can be completed in 10 minutes or less. Tested, tried, and true, I fully believe that you will see results and your students will be asking you to let them write. Head to theliteracydive.com slash join to learn more about this game-changing writing membership. Alrighty, next up, I don't know of any group of students who do not enjoy having fun. So an interactive and enjoyable way to boost depth and complexity of writing is by implementing writing challenges. You will want to introduce fun writing challenges that encourage students to have to stretch their limits, such as writing a story in a limited amount of time, using specific vocabulary words that you give them, or not using certain words when they are writing about a certain topic, or explaining the steps to doing or making something in only four sentences. Hopefully you can see where I'm going with that, but these types of activities are going to challenge your students in a creative and fun way, and I guarantee that they will want to do it again because it brings on a rush and a thrill of fun. They will also have to search deep to figure out how to accomplish the writing challenge, and this exercises a different part of their brain. You can even let students work in partners or small groups to complete a writing challenge, but I will warn you, they will probably want more time, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, so that's kind of fun. They're probably going to want more time. I would not be surprised if whatever time you allotted, three, five, six minutes, actually doubled in length if they're working with a partner. Something else that might happen is you might even find yourself participating in the challenge too. And I think that's excellent, and that is such a great way for students to be able to see you also writing. And I've always been a huge proponent of just being able to get down there and doing it with them, not just instructing them to write, but you taking a day out of the week to show them that you are doing it too. So you might even love the challenges, and this could just be a whole thing that just completely revamps and changes your classroom community. But this is really an excellent activity to have students share whole group too. So make sure that if you do this, definitely carve out that share time because it is going to be so enlightening to see how one student responded in four sentences of how to bake cookies versus another student sharing in a different way. And it's almost like looking in depth to the different sentences. Like, did somebody use a conjunction where they actually extended their sentence and could get a little bit more of the instructions and steps and details and materials in there? It's just so cool to analyze. 
And if you had to use 20 words to write a summary, or if you had to, you know, I don't know, just whatever the challenges you give them, it's going to be so fascinating because most likely there are not going to be two children that have the exact same response. And I think it's a big, powerful teaching moment to see how many different ways we can be able to show and express our thoughts and ideas. And it's all different. So there's just a lot of benefits to being able to hear the many different ideas that came from that one same assignment that they all were given. And so it's really fun to implement writing challenges. Sometimes I do like to reserve the writing challenges for whenever I, it's like a a tough time of year, like before a holiday break or coming back from a break where students are just, you know, they're either tired and we all want to go on break or they're having a hard time adjusting coming back or it's the end of a week, like a Thursday, and I'm just like, oh, I need to get to the weekend. You'll know. Maybe it's been raining all week and you're just like, we are stir crazy in here. Those are the times where I really like to pull out these writing challenges because it just adds a little something that our classroom needs and it can just be a lot of fun. So if you want some more tips or ideas for different challenges, you know where to find me. Next up, you can get students involved by truly being an invested player on your stamina growth team by doing a feedback session. The idea here is to hold regularly scheduled feedback sessions where students can discuss their work and how they felt while they were working and while they were writing. You will be able to listen while they process their thoughts and gain insights into their writing ability and their behaviors. And all they're doing right now is just speaking and giving feedback on their experience. After that, you will then help them to set reasonable goals for future writing sessions based on their feedback they share with you. Now, kids are kids, and they really don't know how to process the information and then make a solid plan and goal that's going to set them up for success. So with your help and modeling, they will be able to do this in the future, but right now, This bond and relationship that you are going to build is going to be, in one word, invaluable. It's going to be the best thing ever to just watch how their honesty comes through. They are going to start doing more and taking risk. And it's going to be because you're having this dialogue with them and they know that you're their coach and they know that they're ready to be on your team. So you want to make sure that you're helping them, you're modeling them, and you are guiding them. In the feedback session, you will help each child shoot higher and gradually increase their level of output when you see that they're ready. Naturally, it might make them kind of nervous. They might give a little pushback, but that's the job of a coach to encourage, especially when you see the potential there and you know that they can do it. You're going to coach them. You're going to set that goal and then you're going to check in with them. But because this session is personalized, you are going to want to hold this feedback session one-on-one. So use a calendar to keep track of how many students you want to meet with each day or each week. And that will help you to make sure that you're having touch points with everyone. And this has the potential to increase the time and the complexity for your students because you all are working together on this individualized plan. Number seven is next up, and this is going to be a reflective practice. Awareness is key. 
And anytime you can engage in reflection, growth is going to follow. Here, you want to encourage students to reflect on their writing process and their progress. This reflection can be a powerful tool in understanding their personal development and areas that actually need improvement. This can sway more toward the writing time side or the quality of writing and depth being produced side, but just let it go where it goes and see what your students say based on their reflections because every student is different. And this reflective practice is just such a great way to support the feedback session goals that we just talked about. Students will have a chance to specifically pay attention to those areas that they haven't mastered, and you'll be able to guide them through one action step at a time. You don't want to just say, okay, do these four things. You'll determine together which one are we tackling, and then you can tackle the second one once the first one is taken care of. And this last share is kind of a stretch, number eight. It is more so a practice to remember due to the positive effects that it can have on your students, and this is to integrate technology. Incorporating technology like word processors with timers or word count goals, the voice-to-text features, the digital brainstorming tools, all of those will make writing practice more engaging for your students for sure. And it also aligns with the 21st century skills that children should be taught. So from me to you, here's a pro tip. I learned through experience that the voice-to-text feature is a great way to have students practice revising and editing. Here's why. Students can speak their thoughts, and that technology device is going to capture and transcribe it, but the chances are it is going to leave off punctuation marks, it's going to use capital letters where it shouldn't, it's going to use lowercase letters where it shouldn't, It's going to spell words and or names incorrectly. It's going to hear a word and it's going to use the homophone, different word that sounds the same but spelled differently. All of this is going to happen. It's not because the device is not smart by any means, but it's simply trying to mirror what it hears. It is just trying to do as best as it can. And I know from personal experience when I try to voice text because I don't want to type at that time, I have to look down and I always have to make a correction because of the way I said something or the way that I put two words together, speaking quickly, or when I paused for a long time and my thoughts didn't get connected, I always have to go back and do simple tweaks. And so if it happens to me, I know for sure it happens to kids. So when students are done speaking their thoughts, they can then look and read back what that transcription was And they can start making those proper revisions and those proper edits right then and there because cognitively, all they had to do was talk and the device did the hard work of spitting out the words. So your students can then read that text transcription back. And because it's fresh in their minds, they can go ahead and change some of the words that stand out add punctuation where it's needed, and do that first level of revising and editing. So adding technology increases time for sure, and it really does serve purposes to enhance writing if they are used correctly. 
Of course, there are so many more ways that you can gradually increase time and level up the complexity of that writing output that your students are giving, but I'm going to stop there at those eight because I am sure that that was enough, maybe more than enough. But I am really curious as to which one or which ones you are most interested in trying first. So let me know by sending me a message on Instagram and also let me know if there's any way that I can support you through any of these ideas. To recap, I want to go over the strategies that I shared today. And again, feel free to reach out if you have any questions. So here are the strategies. Increase writing time in increments. Engage in goal setting. Use timers. Introduce a variety of writing prompts. Incorporate writing challenges. Host feedback sessions. Have students reflect on their growth in areas of improvement. And finally, integrate technology. All of these work to gradually lengthen sustained writing time and the complexity of writing. I hope you enjoyed geeking out on writing stamina with me. We will shift gears next week, so be sure you are following this podcast so you are notified when the next episode is released. Until next time, keep diving into literacy. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Be sure to click that follow button so you never miss a new episode. And if you are enjoying what you hear, please consider sharing this podcast with a friend. Until the next episode, we can hang out over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive, and you can search The Daily Writing Disguise in your web browser to dive into a stockpile of creative writing activity collections created by me with student engagement in mind. For literacy resources and support, you can search The Literacy Dive on TPT. I'll catch you in the next episode.